0: Update 1.0, or Service Pack 1, or codename NAOS for CRM 2016 has been released. Listen in as we discuss both some of the fixes included in the update, as well as many of the new features provided. There are 15 new entities and 15 new privileges added in this release, so we'll have plenty to talk about. Keep your ears on! Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the Microsoft Premier Field and Engineering for Dynamics podcast. My name is Ryan Anderson and with me as usual is uh, my colleague, Mr. Greg Nichols. Greg, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Ryan. Glad to talk to you again. Hey, you too. Um, Today we're going to be talking about uh, Microsoft Dynamics CRM 2016 Service Pack 1. Before we jump into the details on that, um, just a couple quick uh, things um, where you can find uh, some more of our content. Um, Most of our stuff is posted on our blog. You can find that at blogs.msdn.microsoft.com slash CRM in the field. Or, of course, you can just use your search engine of choice to search for CRM in the field, and that should come up. Um, And you can there will be a blog out there around this podcast, and you can uh, feel free to use the comments section there to get in touch with us, or you can also find us at Twitter at uh, PFEDynamics.com. So feel free to reach out to us there. So let's get started here and chat about uh, CRM 2016 Service Pack 1. Uh, So, Greg, tell us about uh, Service Pack 1 here. The package has been released.
1: Uh, They've been out for quite a while, actually, Uh, almost, well, about a month. They were uh, released to the Download Center on May 23rd. Uh, the usual packages. In other words, we always have two packages um, for the components that support 32 and 64-bit platforms, that is Windows. So uh, two versions for the Outlook client, two versions versions for the multi-language user interface, aka language packs, uh, two versions for the email router, and then one version each for the CRM server uh and the uh, the uh, sql server reporting services data connector aka SRS, as well as the tools uh package which includes uh o org d b settings tool is continuously updated and a few other tools in there so they're out there if uh if you're interested or confused the KB article number which I'll mention in a minute are embedded in the packages as always as well as the the language and the uh, the platform that is I 386 versus AMD 64 all of that is in the packages but again if you want to you can also go to the detail tab of the uh, properties for the package itself just right-click on the package, look at the details tab of the property sheet, and you will see the build number there.
0: All right, and what uh, what should people expect as far as the build number
1: on this one? If you don't have 8.1.0.359, you don't have the right one. Mm-hmm. Um, do remember, do remember that uh, indeed this was a as as always this was uh, pre-released via the Connect site uh, as a customer preview so that you might have gotten an earlier build of uh, Service Pack 1 from there so you might you might just want to check and make sure you have the latest build sure
0: sounds good and how about the how about the release to Microsoft update for the on-prem folks
1: uh, I just checked this morning they have not appeared yet so I expect I would expect they're gonna appear within a week or two but uh, can safely commit I would assume to third quarter of 2016 so somewhere between July 1st uh, on for three months
0: okay and you referred to earlier the, uh, the KB article number what uh, what should people be looking for for that that's three one five
1: four nine six two so uh, yeah like I've mentioned before uh, it's been out there for a while so that system administrators uh, etc can take a look at the contents of either an update roll-up or in this case a service pack uh, early before it's actually released to either CRM online or the download center so that's that's pretty convenient Uh, and uh, as I mentioned this is service pack so Um, there are a bunch of new features that we'll be talking about a little later
0: right and um, did you post the the blog around this update yet on the PFE blog site
1: I did I got it posted uh, Friday morning Uh, last Friday morning that was June 24th so if you just search on podcast and overview 2016 update uh, 1.0 in your uh, search engine of, of choice or for that matter going to the CRM PFE blog on uh, update or service pack 1.0 for CRM 2016 or the knowledge base article uh, you can you can uh, pretty much get uh, get to all the all the stuff sure
0: okay well um, at a high level then what uh, what's new and special and noteworthy about this update
1: well Ryan as we've been talking about uh, a lot so uh, since this is a service pack that is the means by which uh, the product group releases new functionality to dynamic CRM whether it's online or uh, what we're speaking about mostly today which is CRM on premise 2016 so, I wanted to talk about uh new features in in uh, this service pack because that's a big difference between uh, service pack and what we usually talk about update roll ups which contain only uh bug fixes as opposed to uh additional uh, additional functionality so I kinda broke this down into four sections and this is also well documented I have URLs in the top of the PFE blog uh, for Service Pack 1 for 2016 as well as there are a couple but not all of them in the knowledge base article that I mentioned earlier so I wanted to talk about uh, what's new for developers in Service Pack 1 um, what's new for administrators and customizers uh, and finally what functionality uh, has basically been deprecated for uh, for uh, SP1 code name NAOS aka Service Pack 1 so great right. so let me get started uh, with what's new for devs I'm gonna move it Move through this quite quickly. Again, this is all, uh, online so uh, it'd be good to review you can drill into many more details than I'll be covering here but essentially what's new for developers now now you can create customer attributes for any entity uh that was limited before depending on what the entity it was so now you can do customer lookup attributes on system entities and custom entities uh they can be set to either contact or a, an account record Uh, Web API has changed. It's been enhanced, so uh, now it supports filtering records based on single-value nav properties, retrieving uh, related records for entity sets by expanding navigation properties. So I think this is going to probably excite the uh, CRM devs out there that are doing uh, custom work with the CRM SDK. Uh, better uh, the enhanced uh, client API support in the interactive service hub. Uh, don't know how many people are using the uh, ISH or interactive service hub so far, but now all the cli- existing client APIs from CRM 2015 and 2016 RTM are now supported in this release for the knowledge-based search control. Uh, there was limited Uh, quite a bit before this release in terms of what you could do with those controls. Um, Search control client APIs are are now available for the mobile clients as well as ISH, for example, so now uh, these are supported. That is the new client APIs for uh, phones and tablets uh, as well as the CRM web client. Things like post search event, add-on post search, and so forth. Next up would be uh, an alteration to the CRM sitemap, so that you can uh, more easily launch the Interactive Service Hub uh, via Settings, Application, Interactive Service Hub in, uh, in CRM, so that's kind of handy. Um, if you're interested mostly around, uh, the surface, excuse me, the service modules for CRM 2016, um, you can now apply SLAs to additional entities programmatically, um, either custom entities or sp- some specific system entities. Uh, before this, you could only do apply SLAs to the incident or case entity. Uh, categorize entity records in CRM. Um, now the entity records, you can use the new ca- uh, category entity to uh, create and manage a hierarchical structure of categories and then associate entity records to one of those car- uh, categories. Seems to be very popular, um, helps logically grouping them essentially. So. Dev should be kind of excited about that. Um, There's a new feedback entity that's added in Service Pack 1 to allow you to create and manage feedback and ratings uh, for entity records in CRM. So you can, uh, it's primarily going to be used for capturing user feedback and ratings for your knowledge base articles. But you can also capture feedback for other entities, uh, system and custom entities, as well via the has feedback property, create entity property, excuse me, the uh, has feedback property uh, with the create entity and update entity messages to enable feedback. Uh, next thing is, uh, is we did enhance the, uh, package deployer, which is, uh, released via the, uh, the, uh, SDK, the the software development kit, so when you pick up the new software development kit it has a new version of the package deployer. Uh, One thing that's been very attractive to developers is you can bundle one or more solution files now, configuration data files, and custom code into a package, and deploy that package into a CRM instance, whether it's online or on-prem. So you can control how the, the packages will be deployed while you're still using the updated CRM package for Visual Studio project template. Uh, Let's see, uh, suffice it to say with regards to XRM tools that the XRM.tooling.connector has been updated in the SDK, Uh, so if you're using that definitely grab the update. Uh, Simplified form XML for stream items in the interactive dashboard, so Again, uh, earlier the stream entities for Q Entity View, Save Query were present under a single stream tag, uh, and uh, now it's been updated to have each stream item under a separate tag, so that it's easier for customizers and developers to read, identify the, the streams in the form XML. Hope I am I going too fast, Ryan, or we good? I think you're good, yep trying trying to cover a lot of ground here, yep, so sure. again, all this stuff is uh, has a little bit more detail and drill drill in capabilities in the the online uh, versions that uh, are available. I already mentioned that, so to keep going on the dev stuff, uh, entities updated uh, for improved form rendering experience uh, and uh, new client API support, as I had mentioned earlier, so the following entities now use this improved form rendering experience in crm and support the new client APIs. so that would be invoice product that is invoice detail uh, order product that is sales order detail and quote product which is quote detail uh... now the uh... sas or, or shared access signature authorization uh, is now the recommended method for CRM Azure authorization. Uh, it comes with better uh, author authorization or authentication performance. So we've added uh, SAS or Shared Access Signature auth support to your to your uh, CRM slash Azure applications. So you might want to consider updating your your existing apps to use SAS. Um, that is going to uh, expedite authentication essentially Uh, basically before you're using access control service or ACS so the ask here is to consider moving authorization support to a SAS from ACS now if you happen to be using um, azure aware plugins for example uh, of which there are some downloadable from the download center these days now you can send crm data in multiple formats to uh, a hosted listener app application so uh, the basically to pass uh, messages message bodies uh, in different formats to the microsoft azure service bus Um, via JSON or XML instead of the default binary format that was being used. So this makes it a lot easier for devs. Uh, Almost there uh, for the dev updates. Uh, You can now uh, integrate CRM with external event hub publishers. Now, uh, doing this release, the ability to connect uh, CRM with with various event hubs of which, you know, Azure Service Bus could be considered one, but uh, so you want to check the, the new plug registration tool that's uh, also available in the CRM 2016 uh, Service Pack 1 version of the SDK or Software Development Kit to configure this connection and learn how to write a listener application for your uh, Azure-hosted hope- Event Hub that, that uh, you can use to read and process event data now last but not least, I won't mention them, they are listed in the underlying documentation that there are about 15 new entities uh, that are added in Service Pack 1, um, I think I mentioned two or three so far, as well as 15 new privileges that you can use uh, you know, as associated with uh, security roles and so forth. So I would say that's it uh, for what's new for devs, Ryan, any questions?
0: No, I think that's a that's a good list. Uh, lots of lots of good good new stuff for developers out there. Um, how about for the admins and customizers? What? Uh, yeah. Okay. What
1: looking at? Nice segue. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, there there's uh, in the documentation you'll see what's new for feature wise uh, in Service Pack One, and that was a rather small section and is kind of Uh, is also covered in this section so I didn't bother with that you can skim that uh, up on the web if you want to but I would focus on the section that's marked well it's new for administrators and customizers so for one thing uh, now feedback and ratings on entities is available so you can enable feedback on entities to allow customers to write feedback for any any entity record or rate the entity records within a range of allowed uh, ratings. Now that, uh, of course, if you're dealing with external customers, would require a internet-facing deployment, but that's an option now. Uh, With Service Pack 1, uh, the Power BI integration has been enhanced quite a bit. Um, Again, a lot of Power BI involves uh, Backend work uh, in Azure and so forth. So, um, if you are using Power BI uh, currently, um, you can now discover, analyze, and share data source visualizations with your colleagues. Um, do uh, do more data analysis and visualization uh, with the new version of Power BI integration. So that's pretty exciting stuff. And getting more and more popular, as a matter of fact. Um, As I mentioned before on the dev side, but this also pertains to system administrators, you can set service level agreements, SLAs, for any custom entity or other system entities uh, including account, contact, invoice, opportunity, quote, lead, and order. Uh, Pretty much uh, all activity entities like email, tasks, and appointments except for recurring appointments. Uh, So That is one and really, much the only limitation with regards to SLAs. Uh, uh, we talked about the inter- uh, interactive service hub a little bit, Ryan, before. Uh, on the uh, on the administration side, it now can be integrated with the USD or Unified Service Desk, for which uh, I'll mention later. Uh, has a new version released for Service Pack 1. So users are going to be able to control and open the uh, ISH or Interactive Service Hub pages inside USD, a Unified Service Desk, uh, instead of having to hop back and forth. So that was a big win. Um, The Unified Service Desk enhancements uh, I'm not going to, I'll talk to them now so that I'll just remind you at the end of this podcast that we did release a new version and give you the new version of it. Again, we just talked about integration with the Interactive Service Hub. Um, also supports Windows, USD also supports Windows Update for. So that is pretty exciting to the customers that, uh, that use Windows Update as opposed to something like System Center Configuration Manager to update their clients. So now you're gonna, that way, you know, it's a little bit easier for USD users to get the latest security and, uh, and functionality updates. Um, now there are demo packages that are available for samples of new Unified Service Desk environments. So those would be good to check out. Uh, mobile management enhancements, so that is the ability to uh, remotely uh manage mobile devices uh, such as you know wipe them uh, if you've lost uh, you lost your phone or, or uh, and that's a, that's a typical way to do it or if customers might be leaving your company and, and you need to do that. Um, so mobile applications for uh, the Apple operating system that is iOS and Android um, can so we're talking about mobile applications primarily MOcha, or the mo- mobile uh, client application. Um, it can now be managed by MAM, uh, that is the Intune mobile application management um, functionality without enrolling the device. So, this protects your company data uh, without re- without requiring IT to enroll and completely manage the user's entire device. Especially useful for your BYOD scenarios, uh, so many companies have decided to allow their their uh, workers to bring their own device. Uh, That's why we provided support for other devices besides Windows, like Android and iOS. So uh, that's all good. So now uh, it's uh, just a little bit easier to manage those devices. Uh, It's also useful actually if you're using another mobile device management solution besides uh, the Intune product. Uh, mobile app preparation is faster after after customization so uh, in general we made some metadata generation improvements to speed up the uh, configuration reduce times for mobile users after you customize your uh, your mobile client via the back end so it's the package—it's a metadata package. is generated after you make customizations. It only now contains the uh, the items that you have changed. That's what made it sped up. So it's it's a delta. It's a delta update instead of starting over. Uh, if there's a problem with the metadata package, so it the downloads will start where it left off last time. So that's that's a great improvement in terms of mobile app prep preparation in terms of uh, performance. Uh, query load time. So there's a little more functionality um, for the system administrator to review and analyze query performance that's aggregated through a custom entity by providing a system of performance logs, or excuse me, a list of performance logs that can help you identify long-running queries, aka LRQs. Uh, such as associated with a plug-in that's using oh custom fetch XML or a subgrid and so forth. So that's uh, a way that you can facilitate just basically speeding up uh, rendering of a view or uh, a form for that matter. Uh, With uh, Service Pack 2, we have enabled hybrid server-side sync. So Ryan and I have talked about Uh, server-side sync as an option for email functionality in addition to um, either using the email router or Outlook which you can configure to do uh, send and receive too. So for those of you that wanted to use server-side sync but couldn't because you had uh, either CRM online but exchange on-premise or uh, Exchange Online, but Sierra On-Premise, uh, all those uh, various uh, options in the matrix are now covered. So basically uh, particularly exciting for customers that are still using Exchange On-Premise and Sierra On-Premise, now you can do server-side sync. And uh, one of the reasons that's also excited is because exciting is because uh, we'll be talking briefly about uh, the CRM application for Outlook that everybody's excited about. This is not the CRM um, add-in that we typically talk about for um, the CRM Outlook client. Uh, This is something different and you can use that but it does require server-side sync so this allows pretty much everybody to enable server-side sync and thus use the the uh, client for uh, the the new client for uh, Outlook. so you can now uh, add a customer field for entity entity uh, excuse me for any entity um... so that was limited somewhat before now you can add the customer field to any system or custom entity to track the customer and inf- uh, information you need uh... that was qu- that was limited uh... somewhat severely uh, before uh, before 2016 Service Pack 1. Last but not least, uh, for uh, you developer types, but uh, also uh, system admin types, uh, the package de- deployer tool has now been expanded to run from a command prompt. So this was highly uh highly requested uh and can accept parameters because of the need you know to use scripting uh most uh CRM shops do use a lot of scripting just to facilitate with their work as well as make it consistent running running a well known script is better than clicking through the UI in terms of the ability to avoid mistakes you make so uh, the and the PowerShell commandlets that are included in the product for the package deployer also have uh, all this new enhanced functionality so that's exciting now that last but not least I'd wanted to touch on um, deprecation announcements that were uh, announced for uh, CRM 2016 service pack 1 Uh, mostly uh, pertaining to the developers. Um, The CRM 2011 endpoint is deprecated in favor of the Web API, which I touched on before. So we are strongly encouraging um, developers to start using the Web API exclusively and stop using the 2011 endpoint. Um, So in the upcoming releases, Uh, the product group is going to be modifying these assemblies so they will use the web API instead of the uh, 2011 endpoints so you want to be testing for the use of the 2011 endpoints Um, and you can use the custom code evaluation tool to do that that's a free download on the download center Um, to go ahead and handle that but you should be making that move uh, in that when you move to service pack one, that may become problematic. Uh, with the uh, with also pertaining to the CRM SDK assemblies, which we ship of course with the software development kit, uh, we're sh- we're basically updating all the SDKs, that we have shipped going back to CRM 2011, as the architecture has changed. So, as I said, we're uh, just just before this, we're going to be uh, changing those workf- workflow assemblies uh, in the SDK. So, if you're uh, still developing against an older version, uh, you'll probably want to pick up the newer versions of the SDK. For example, for CRM 2011. Um, The legacy form rendering, uh, as as we've talked about before, uh, in terms of some bug fixes that have been sent out, we had the ability to use uh, the newly introduced TurboForms, which were introduced, I believe, in CRM 2015 update 1. which were they were the turbo forms are introduced and do load faster but there were some issues with them so back in those days you were able to uh, as an administrator uh, change the the form rendering option to legacy forms that is uh, what uh, how they rendered before Update 1 of 2015. So the ability to use the legacy form rendering option is being deprecated uh, in 20, uh, 2016, uh, Update 1.0, or Service Pack 1. Um, so this, this uh, different rendering does change the underlying document model object, or DOM, Uh, or the uh, of the pages and can break some of your scripts that are using unsupported methods so keep your eye on uh, that and the uh, impending disappearance of the legacy form rendering option Uh, deprecation of some of the knowledge manatee uh, management entities so we're deprecating three knowledge management entities in favor of the new knowledge base article entity that we just introduced. So, details on what those knowledge mismanagement entities are, are in the underlying documentation. Underlying documentation. Um, In CRM 2016 Service Pack 1, we're we're removing support for older Android versions. So the supported versions are are well documented, but we're going to be deprecating uh, support for some of the older Android versions. Um, And last but not least, uh, this is just a reminder that the CRM list component is deprecated, uh, has been deprecated for a while, and um, SharePoint server integration customers, in other words, customers that are integrating dynamic CRM with SharePoint, uh, you're all advised to upgrade to use server-based Microsoft SharePoint integration. Which is now available. So, again, you'll want to be moving away from the CRM list component uh, if you're still using it.
0: All right, good stuff, Greg. Thanks, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, running through all that. Lots of uh, lots of updates and changes and everything for in this uh, in this update. So, good to good to get that listed.
1: Yeah, I, I encourage uh, our listeners to to dig into the documentation themselves because I did skip over some parts, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, w- it was moving very quickly. So there's a there's demos, there's uh, YouTube videos in some cases. Uh, there's all kinds of good stuff on the web that you can look at. Sure.
0: Okay. Um, so back to the I guess just kind of the update then um, in general um, one of the things we always talk about is whether or not this can the the latest update can be uninstalled so what's the what's the story on that with this one
1: yeah you know I was thinking really hard about how to address this Ryan (laughs) so so I'm in contact with the service uh, the support engineer excuse me uh, that that does own the Knowledge Base article Mm -hmm. Um, for this, there was a section missing uh, on the uh, uninstall story for Service Pack 1. And uh, so I will say this. I will say that um, wait for the Knowledge Base article to come out.
0: All right, and then the other uh, question is then uh, anything manually that uh, folks should know about as far as uh, updates or configurations or anything like that that's involved with this update?
1: Well, that's where, you know, uh, yeah, we've talked about no, we never do that anymore, right, Brian? Um, but indeed, for service packs, and especially now that we're doing so much more with. Uh, with azure and office 365 and stuff uh... that for the hot fixes uh... of which there are a few um, none of those need to have any uh... manual configuration involved however for the updates uh, that is updated functionality uh... including uh... associated with the portal uh... in other words we did uh, as everybody probably knows Uh, Microsoft did uh, essentially acquire make an arrangement with ADX studio uh, which is uh, has a super popular portal to be included in service pack 1 so that would need to be installed essentially from the office 365 portal uh, and you need to opt-in to get those so that would pertain to portal to field service and project service so if you're interested in doing this whether you or not you're running uh, on-prem or online uh, there is a, a technet article um, that's referenced in the PFE blog posting on installing product updates that you should uh, definitely take a look at
0: alright so, we talked a lot about the uh, you talked mostly about all the features um, is there any uh, any fixes in this update that you wanted to specifically call out today?
1: Yeah, a few I mean uh, when you compare this to the list of of uh, you know fix uh, fixes to code issues, the list in the knowledge base article in the blog is much shorter than we may have seen. Um, for uh, previous updates specifically so let's let's talk about eight but uh, there aren't that many Um, we did see an issue with outgoing and incoming email stops processing for all organizations uh, that is within a a scale group or deployment group Um, so that was uh, an issue I do believe with the uh, async async queue So that was fixed, uh, I believe, in the email router. Uh, The next one is uh, if you have a business process flow, if one exists, uh, then in some cases you'll be unable to create an opportunity. So basically that will throw an error when uh, you try to. So that's been fixed. Uh, For those of of, uh, you that use a marketing list, Uh, you're supposed to, but are not able to uh, add members from one marketing list to another marketing list. So that was actually a code issue that was resolved. Uh, For configuring the iOS and Android uh, Microsoft CRM apps, again, you know, primarily the the Mocha client or uh, Mobile Outlook client, uh, we were having a problem configuring on iOS and Android Uh, apps if the uh, URL for your organization had an uppercase value it's supposed to be not case-sensitive but uh, for some reason there was a glitch in that so now um, it is not case-sensitive anymore and will work uh, regardless of whether or not you have a uppercase value in the org URL or not um this one uh, customer mine hit so that's why I threw it in here but basically uh, the option set control methods for the status code field are not working as expected so that's kind of a a developer thing where essentially you can't do multi selects Uh, three more how about uh, well basically that we updated uh, quote product order product and invoice product forms uh and uh, some of those included some uh some code issue updates uh so that's why i included it here rather than in the new features approach uh you're unable to add contacts from uh, contacts excuse me from one static marketing list to another it's kind of related to uh the inability to add members from one marketing list to another um so there's a couple of of issues uh in the ability to either uh, add members or contacts uh, those are both resolved with regards to marketing lists last but not least um, if you uninstall a managed solution uh, in some cases depending on the nature of that managed solution it will cause your business rules to be deactivated Uh, so that was caught and that was fixed in Service Pack 1 I think that's probably enough to talk about for today unless you have anything to wrap up Ryan
0: <laughs> all right No, it's a, it's a good list Greg um, any other uh, final thoughts on this uh, on the service pack one update in general
1: yeah only that uh, earlier I had mentioned that you should be picking up the uh, new version of the U- unified service desk USD mm-hmm. so build 2.1.0.556 uh, you know, which is the same as the uh, service pack build uh, has been released. So again, uh, except for the two that is. So uh, that means a 2.1 means uh, a version two of USD, and then one refers to service pack. Zero refers to the update version, um, as opposed to the service pack version, and the 556, as always, refers to the build number and that's that's it for uh, for that there is a a link in the PFE blog to the download point for unified service desk so you can grab it up there or you can uh, find it with your uh, search engine of choice
0: okay sounds great i I was just gonna add for the for the CRM online folks just uh, watch your email for the announcements about uh, about this update if you haven't got it already um, you should get an email that uh, indicates that your instance, your organization is um, available for update, and you'll just need to log into the CRM online admin center um, and get that scheduled. So it won't, uh, you won't be updated until you, uh, until uh, an admin goes in there and approves the, approves the date. So,
1: yeah, can I make a, a minor comment about that, Ryan? Because yeah, uh, sure. uh, uh, I've been talking with several customers about ALM uh sorry about the acronyms, but application lifecycle management. Uh and you know, you might want to consider uh in context of that the fact that you have uh if you're on CRM online or for that matter on premise, you're going to have typically uh dev tenants, uh that is sandboxes uh in CRM online, um, dev tenants, test tenants, perhaps a UAT or or uh, uh, basically user acceptance testing and then production and the part of ALM that i just wanted to mention was that you do have the option to opt into these updates and it's always good application lifecycle management to update your sandboxes first and do your development and your testing against the new version and then when you're sure that everything's squared away typically in your UAT uh, or UAT environment that you're good to go with the new version of uh, an update or a service pack uh, and your customizations that they're all working good in UAT that's when you'd pull the trigger and update your production environment Mm -hmm.
0: All right, yep, Good. Uh, some good thoughts there. Okay, um, so just to kind of wrap up here again, you can find a lot of this information on the uh, the, the various uh, CRM websites. You can find the, the blog uh, specifically around this information on our blog, uh, blogs.msdn.microsoft.com slash CRM the field, or the shortened version, uh, aka.ms slash CRM the field. And you can also reach out to us on Twitter at PFE Dynamics um, if you have any uh, additional comments. So, uh, Greg, as usual, thanks for all the great information. Um, And uh, we'll uh, talk again uh, during the next update.
1: You're quite welcome, Ryan. Uh, Always enjoy uh, doing this with you. And let's do it again soon.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thanks a lot. Bye.